Stephanie Martinez Rivera, and you are listening to the Joy Found Here podcast. I am obsessed with reminding my fellow mamas, queens, badass babes, ladies and girls that perfection is just a word, not a lifestyle. Multitasking is overrated. Comparison is a theft of happiness. And yes, you can put yourself first. Oh, and by the way, for optimum results, you should. I'm a New York girl from a small town, part-time badass, proud mama bear times three. I've seen 60 full turns of the sun. I've learned the importance of how kindness begins with you and your self-talk. Join us each week as we help you navigate both the messy and the magical season of this crazy ride called life. Real stories that remind us to reclaim your power. The sun does come out after the shitstorm. A good cry can be cleansing and... We really don't know who sits on top of the mountain of judgment. Sit back, plug in, fill up your cup. This is your time. Remember, you've always had the power. Welcome to Joy Found Here. Welcome back to another episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. Today, you're going to notice a little trend going on because I'm all about learning. And I am finding the best people out there that can share their journey and more importantly, their wisdom and how we can get there as well. And we all want to get somewhere, somewhere. So let's see how it's going to happen. Today's guest, Amanda Rivera, is a business expansion coach. Again, common thread I've been doing is there are so many different coaches out there. We all need a little help. We need people that have really honed their skill and more importantly, know that they need to share it with others. So if you're ready to let go of self-doubt, get consistent, and become a confident sought-after leader that leaves an impact... Keep listening. You weren't meant to just be an entrepreneur, which I have to say, I've never really looked at it that way because what Amanda follows with is you were meant to be an industry leader. Love, love that direction. And you are here to rise. So, Let us begin. I say thank you, thank you, thank you for being here. I'm so excited to be here too. (laughs) Okay, excellent. And I always start with, tell us about you anywhere you want to start your story. So I would probably start my story. I know. And it's it's so loaded, but I'm always fascinated. I love it. Where do we begin? I would say... What started me in entrepreneurship. So I have a master's in corporate PR. And it's funny, I was trying to go the whole like New York corporates, you know. (laughs) Yeah. And then I had a come to Jesus moment when my cousin died. Um, I was really close with her. She was only uh we had a two-year age gap. And I remember thinking at her funeral, God forbid, if I was to die at her age can I say I lived a full and expansive life? 
And so that's what kind of geared me into entrepreneurship. I wanted more control of my schedule. I wanted to be able to hang out with my friends and family way more. And I wanted to be able to just pick up and travel like whenever I wanted. And I was seeing all these digital nomads on the internet back in 2013 <laughs> doing their thing and was like, heck yeah, let's do this. Um, so how do enough. they do that? Yes. Exactly. Figure that out. Like, how does that happen when you're viewing it on your phone at your desk? It, I, it's trying to make exactly. sense out of it. Yeah. And so um, I did a bunch of things. I did a blog, I did a like social media agency, and then it really evolved into PR. I had a flopped launch at that time and I was feeling really down on myself. I'm like, I'm putting in all this effort online and nothing's really working. And so I hired my first business coach and she helped me rebrand to PR coaching. And PR coaching was great, right? I was able to get people in like Forbes and Vice Magazine and all these different media outlets. But what I was discovering in that journey was we could get the visibility, we could get the traffic, but the people's back ends of their business was all messed up, right? They weren't even sure like what offers they were selling. They didn't have payment systems set up. So it wasn't really optimized for PR visibility. And there was still overwhelm happening, like the overworking, the hustling. And so then I went through a journey of like really getting tight on systems. And then that's how I fell in love with business systems and operations, which is what I do now. So I have a coaching aspect to my business and a done-for-you agency aspect. So operations, again, Mm -hmm. how the sausage gets made. Mm-hmm. That and all of the systems that have to be in place for what you see as a final product, you know, to deliver what we see that delivers across our screen. So many moving parts and technology is constantly changing. And I also want to eventually I'll get to a question, but I also want to preface that I'm going to say me, for example, AM60. That's why I have kids to help me in technology. I am proud of myself that I've learned a lot of the podcasting programs. Very, very proud of myself. But I know that from delving into a couple of courses that I have as digital, a digital course is in my very near future. It can obviously be overwhelming. It can be a great procrastination excuse of, oh my God, this is so confusing. How do I even begin? So you operations, you've got your systems and all in place. Newbie, let's take it if you were, and uh, I clients, do you go with, oh, Stephanie, you need to develop this more and then I can help you or let me help you along the way to get to your finished product? Does it matter where we are in the cycle of launch? Finally, a question two days later. Sorry. <laughs> no, that's all good. I, I love your thought process. So predominantly, like what I help my clients with is I help them streamline their workflow and their business so that they can have the freedom they set out to get when they started. 
right? If you're behind a computer screen for like 12 hours a day, if you're doing everything manually, if you're like exhausted beyond all belief, that's how you know you need to tighten up your systems and operations, like how you run your business. That's how you know you like need my work. If we were to like dive into this even deeper, there's also an energetics to it too, right? You know, we talk like manifesting, we talk, you know, receiving and calling in our clients, but you can expand your capacity to receive more clients, make more sales, have a bigger impact, the tighter your systems are, right? The difference between a puddle and an ocean is its container. Mm, Wait, wait, let me just marinate on that a minute. I love the visual. (laughs) One more more time, because I love it. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. The difference. So the difference between a puddle and an ocean is its container, right? Yeah. If you have this vision for this really big business to hit multiple six figures, multiple seven figures, even the eight figure mark or beyond, right? Then you have to have a container that can hold that vision. And so your business has to be set up to handle more clients, to handle more impacts, to where you're not manually moving all the pieces. And what I've seen that's happened for um, a lot of my clients is when we start like setting up systems in their business, they have more space. And in that space, more creative ideas pop up. Their content gets better. Their energy like just lights up because they're not burning themselves out on mundane tasks. So with your systems, are your most and I don't want to assume, but I can only again come from where I am. So we start out as really solopreneurs, the me, myself, and I show. And then, and perhaps then you're working with a coach. Maybe people are working, I, I, from what I see, I'm, I'm not there yet, with uh, virtual assistants or people that can help them that are in their, in their skill base. Like for me, I am talking to someone about my website today, as a matter of fact, so out of my realm that I can't even begin to pretend I have the brain capacity for it, but I know what I want (laughs) and I can, and I can articulate the finished product and have someone that can probably get it done in an hour. So you go from solo, then one or two, I'll say, assistant, you're going to bring on some help with the systems in place. Do you do your clients have, I'm going to say, large teams or they're still pretty tight, lean machines where it's quality, not quantity? They're going to be in the latter for the majority of my clients. So most of my clients... If they're in the coaching aspect, they don't have any VAs, no, any team, nothing set up, right? We're just building from the ground up. If they're in the done for you aspect, they typically have like one VA or like two VAs. And so in the done for you aspect, what we do is we project manage their VAs and we build out all their marketing assets. So all their sales pages, all their workshop slides, all their you know, course graphics, course workbooks, the works. So for my vision for my clients is, you know, you went into business to be like a coach or to be a healer and 
my vision is to do all the business admin techie backend stuff for you, the marketing stuff for you, so that you could just flow, that your only focus is on your zone of genius. It's you serving your clients. It's you hanging out with your family and friends. It's you, you know, being able to relax and like, you know, meditate and do yoga and to like really live your life so you can like serve from a much deeper well. Staying in your genius definitely is key because it's so true when you want to wear all the hats and a lot of them obviously are not your strengths, nor do you like doing it. It definitely zaps and and drains your cup rather quickly. And then when you have to sit and create and not that you have to, you get to, yeah, there's not a lot to offer. Interesting. So I just want to keep going with the process. How long does, and I'm sure it varies from, you know, whatever the, the coach, the product is. If you, if someone came to you again, here's my idea. This is where I'm going to, you know, this is where I want to hone in on. Do you usually Take that idea and from start to finish, this is how we're going to run it through the systems. Or do you also maybe, do you get to interject some opinions and experience of this really doesn't work? Sometimes you need to either go better with this color, this graphic, this font, this attract, this magnet, or... Do you get some say in it, I guess, is the question. Yeah, for sure. So like with all my clients, strategy support comes included, right? So I like to refer to myself as like my client's ease buddy, right? So like my job is to help you have more ease in your life. My job is to help you have more ease in your business. So and part of that ease is it has to align with you, right? Every marketing strategy out there works if you're consistent with it and you tweak it to work. So you could do webinars, you could do like Facebook group challenges, you could do <laughs> like email marketing, you could do, you know, Instagram marketing. It all works. It's just a matter of like what feels fun for you and what you can see yourself doing over and over and over again. The biggest thing that I see for um, new entrepreneurs or even entrepreneurs that are struggling to scale beyond like six figures, right? They're like, they've hit an income plateau. They keep receiving the same like cash months each month. Is you're jumping at shiny marketing syndrome. So what that means is you're jumping from, (laughs) let's do like this, this month, that this month, and like all over the place. And you're not sticking with one thing, developing it, working it over and over and over again. That's boring. That's boring, but doing the same thing over and over and over again and tweaking it and developing it and mastering it, that's what actually gets you consistent income. And that's what actually gets you growth in your business. When every time you reinvent the wheel, you're starting from scratch and you never get to hit that tipping point. And it's that tipping point where 
you get to see the results happen. Where the magic begins. Mm-hmm. That same theory, I listen, uh, I listen to a bunch of different people. Uh, I think James uh, Whitmore is one of them. And that is exactly his strategy. It is, you know, don't, don't keep taking the energy of, and then, you know, the next launch will be this product and then we'll, we'll, uh, we'll branch out to this and that. And so true now from a creative, it might sound, well, that's kind of boring because I've got all, I want to do this and I want to offer that and I want it to look like this. And now I've done it. And now you're going to say, okay, let's do it again, a little different, but you're like, hmm, but I've done that. So creatively do, do people, are they open to that theory? Because when I first heard it, I was like, oh God, I'm so guilty of this, like guilt. That's that's yeah. so so me, and the more I keep hearing it reinforced, I said, "Oh, yeah, it it clearly it makes sense, you know, yeah. to eventually have the best version of." For sure, and like what I would say is, I'm right there with you. I did that for years and mm-hmm. struggled. <laughs> right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I was always like rebranding my business, starting from scratch. You know, trying every little marketing strategy that was out there, signing up for all the free funnels um, and workshops. And what I would say is, work something until it works right? Work something until you have it automated. Work something until like you could do it with your eyes closed, right? Then you're creating space to add something else in. So you're not getting rid of what works. You're just creating more space to add more in. So say, for example, you decide to do a monthly workshop. You are literally training your audience. You're building a pattern a habit of every month you do a monthly workshop. So then when you first start doing it, you might not get a bunch of people subscribing for that workshop, right? They're like, who is this chick? I don't know. Like, we'll see. But if they see you doing it consistently, then they might, you know what, let me let me hop on that workshop. And then if you're doing something consistently, you start to build an audience around it. You start to grow leads around it you start to get better at it because you're always tweaking and adjusting what worked in the last workshop and what didn't work in the last workshop. Now you have a workshop that's generating money for you. Now the first workshop you did might've taken you like 12 hours to do. Now you have it down to like two hours setup. Now you have all this time to implement something new, right? Maybe you want to start a YouTube channel or maybe you want to start a TikTok channel. Now you have this space and this time to start adding on different marketing strategies. So you could be creative and have multiple marketing strategies, but there there is power and focus. Another wow, that was a great statement. There is power in focus. Again, for anyone that knows me and they're going to be chuckling, that should be like the tattoo <laughs> that I'll never get. <laughs> That should be the tattoo that I'll never get. There is power in focus. That says so much. Okay. So I just want to take that in. It really just... So 
most people, and I travel in a lot of different groups, and there are going to be some people and some listeners out there that will definitely, their eyes have probably in, have glazed over. And because not a lot of people, even though it's so out there and so prevalent, is even understands the whole digital marketing how are people making money? Can you give a little summary to like, if you have an idea, if you're really good at this, share it with other people, or can you give us a little intro to digital marketing and, oh, for sure. and why it's kind of changing the world here? <laughs> Go ahead. So this is for like my newbie entrepreneurs, mm-hmm. right? Your mm-hmm. brand's speaking new. You, you have kind of an idea, right? Mm-hmm. What I want you to do is I want you to think of, create a list of everything you've achieved and everything you're proud of. You might be proud of, of like, oh, I have an amazing marriage. Or you might be proud of, oh, I'm able to run super fast. Or you might be proud of that you're able to cook the best linguine in the world, right? There's a list of things that everybody is proud of. This list is a list of things you're embodied in that you could teach on because you're good at it, right? You wouldn't be proud of it if you weren't good at it. So this is the list that you could potentially help other people with. And so where a lot of new coaches or entrepreneurs get stuck on is they're like, I need to have a niche. I need to be branded as the Facebook ads coach or the uh, you know relationship coach. I want you to just take a step back And I want you to, especially for my multi-passionate entrepreneurs, you're going to be branding your programs, not necessarily you. You are a unique human being. You are a unique soul. It's very hard to like conceptualize putting yourself in a box for my multi-passionate entrepreneurs because they're like, I don't want to put myself in a box. I want to do all the things, right? You're going to brand your program. So say like one of the items on your list you're going to turn it either into a coaching offer, one-to-one, a group program, a course, or a membership. And there's a variety of other things you could turn it into, but Mm -hmm. just to make it simple. Right. Those are the basic platforms. Yeah. Yeah. Those are the basic like type of programs Mm -hmm. that you could start selling. And then you're going to break it down, you know, step-by-step what needs to happen for them to get that result. So if we're talking about you're making the best linguine in the world and you want to sell a course on how to make the best linguine in the world, then you would break it down. And if you were to teach your little cousin, right? If your little cousin was to pop up next to you and say like, hey, uncle, hey, aunt, or blah, blah, blah. Hey, you know, fellow cousin. <laughs> how do I do this task? How do I make the best linguine? You would show them step-by-step how to do it. You'd be like, well, first, you know, we get the linguine and then, you know, we like get the sauce cooking and then we, you know, we set, we heat it up and then, you know, we add this seasoning and we add my special seasoning. So you're breaking it down step-by-step. Those are the modules or the teachings that you're going to teach in whatever program you're offering. So then it's super easy for what you're selling because what you're proud about is your main result, right? Create the ultimate linguine. How you're going to take them from they can't make the ultimate linguine to 
they make the ultimate linguine is your step-by-step process, your signature method. And then it's just a matter of pricing this. You know, what is it worth to somebody to learn how to make the ultimate linguine? You know, like who wants to make the ultimate linguine? Maybe it's for busy moms who like, I want to make really delicious, juicy meals for my kids, but like, I'm not that good of a cook. So there you go. You just have a a program that has a specific result, has an action plan to guarantee clients results because it's step by step and is for an audience that really wants it. So your marketing slipped in there because it went from, I make the best linguine to the ultimate linguine. Mm-hmm. Very clever. Uh-huh. Like that, little, <laughs> that little change right there. I'm like, well, it's really good. Oh, no, it's ultimate. Like you've arrived when you yes. have this linguine. So simple What one? how one word just changes the whole vision and scope. And I'm glad you caught that because that's <laughs> another aspect to marketing online is when you're marketing something online, one of the worst things you could do is have boring marketing. So boring marketing shows that you're not really passionate about the offer. You don't really care that much. It's not that exciting to you. Our excitement transfers onto our audience. The more excited you are about your offer, the more excited your audience gets about the offer. Right? Have you ever seen somebody go to market their coaching program and then they're super excited. They're like, here's the brand new reveal of my new group coaching offer. It's the best. It's awesome. Right. And then everybody's super excited in the comments. They're like, oh my gosh, this looks so cool. Oh my gosh, tell me more. It's because your energy and your excitement is transferring onto your audience. If you're not excited about your offer, if you don't think it's the bee's knees, then it's going to be very hard to convince others to think it. And that's why like with clients, I always have them create a proud list because if you're proud about it, I know you're going to get excited behind it. And you're not going to have any hangups of who am I or can I really teach this? Am I really good in this? No, you already shown that you're proud about that result. So it's going to be much easier for you to teach it because you don't have any hangups on it. And no one has told you that you can't or who, or like your linguine really sucks. I can't believe you're going you know, forward with that one. It's, it's something that has already been proven and is validated with you. So there's, so you're, you're skipping the kind of imposter syndrome step. Exactly. exactly. You kind of remove those bricks of, am I really, who am I to think that, you're like, no, everybody loves my linguine. Of course, this is what I'm going to do. Exactly. Yeah, that's one of the biggest mistakes um, I see like new entrepreneurs or new coaches make is they try to teach something that they're not fully um, confident in. So if you are having a launch or if you're marketing something and things aren't selling, I would reflect within yourself and ask, you know, do I feel confident about this offer? Right? Is the pricing in alignment? Is the packaging in alignment? Do I feel purpose, like heart to heart connected to this offer? If you go through that checklist and it's not like a check mark pure alignment on each of those, 
you need to tweak it so that it is a checkmark pure alignment. Okay. I'm excited about sharing my ultimate linguini and people are going to want to see like, is what's, what's up with this chick? Is she for real or, oh, wow. No, it is. It is exactly what she says and more. As far as what is attracting, again, ultimate gets your attention. So clearly the right words. And then is it just as easy because for to attract, again, almost, I want to say almost anything because so many people out there just want to learn. Something as basic as timing your linguine for the right time so it's not, you know, so it can taste like the way your grandmother made it or something like that. That is so, so then you have, I like that a lot. So you've got your proud list, you're developing, you've broken your steps down And then I guess, does it depend on what it is you're offering to decide, is it going to be kind of a one and done, join me on this day, uh, or is, you know, let's do it a monthly for, in the the case of staying with and making your offering the best and stay with it. So if I was going to start with Linguini, it's not as though next month I'm going to do meatballs. Yeah. So, okay. So let's talk about packaging for a little bit, Okay. right? Ultimate linguine, right? You're like, I'm really good at <laughs> Everyone's going to want linguine. <laughs> I know. I want, I'm going to want linguine. Okay. So let's say you're like, okay, I really want, I love my linguine. It's the best. Everybody's always raving about it. You can reflect within yourself how you want to teach it. One of the questions I have like clients ask is like, how long is this going to take to teach somebody who doesn't have the skill set to get the skill set? Maybe it would only take a workshop, like a 90-minute workshop where you just teach it. You know, it's a video and you're you're going step by step. Maybe it's super complicated and you have all these extra secret sauces that they have to like get from this grocery store or that grocery store and then they have to evaluate like which grocery store. Maybe it might be I don't know, a six-week program if it's super complicated. Maybe this is um, you're teaching the ultimate linguine to you know, master chefs in the world, right? And this needs to be a certification program because this is such a complex process, right? Like if you mess up on the wrong step, you're not going to have the ultimate linguine. Maybe that's a year-long certification program. You get to reflect within yourself, like how complicated is it that you're teaching and how long would it actually take for somebody to become embodied in it, like good at it, right? Because if you're selling something, you want to get your client the result that you're selling, right? There's a lot of coaches or a lot of entrepreneurs online that sell a program that their client might or might not get results in. And at the end of the day, we can't control results. We can't control if somebody shows up. We can't control the effort they put in. We can't control any of that stuff. But what we can control is the amount of effort we put in to teach them. So that's something you get to reflect on of like, does this need to be a one-on-one program? Does this need to be a course? Does this need to be a membership? If we were to package this into a membership, the ultimate linguini, I would say it wouldn't be the ultimate linguine 
membership, but it would be the ultimate meal kit membership. So each month you would have a specialty dish or multiple specialty dishes where you teach it how to cook like how your grandma cooked or how to cook like a master chef cooked. And it'll have like a checklist of the, the food items you would order from the store, from the grocery store. It'll have a video training uh, and maybe a workbook guide on how to do that meal, right? These meal kits, like HelloFresh and all mm-hmm. of them, they got mm-hmm. that down packed, right? They do have it down packed. I was mm-hmm. an early subscriber. And I have to say, I, and I used a lot of different ones. They were all delicious. Like not mm-hmm. one meal sucked. Oh my and gosh. I, we, we just did Home Chef and we we're like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. It's so, <laughs> it's so good. And I loved the different, the exposure to the different spices and foods and grains and things that I had never, you know, because we're just so routine and this is, and I was, you know, the worst time of day is what's for dinner. And then you get excited and anyone could make it. And the food, like I, I loved them all. I loved them. But you're right. They do definitely have that down pat. So you could go in that direction. So you have your proud list. You've know, you know how you're going to break it down. How do you, do you test the market for pricing? Do you sit there and be like, well, what would I pay for it versus what would the market pay for it? Yeah, for sure. So there is this really awesome, worded so perfectly, it's going to be worded better than how I could describe it. (laughs) Okay, so there's this matrix that's called find your ideal price. Pretty much it's A divided by B times C equals your price. I'm going to break that down what that means, right? The income you want to earn from this offer per month, you divide that by the number of clients you want to see at a time. And then you multiply by the length of your signature method. So for example, if we're talking a group program, like a six-month group program, let me do the math. I'm not not amazing at math. (laughs) You have strengths in other places. You don't have to be. That's the nice part about it all, Okay, so say like you want to make $5,000 a month off of this one offer. You're going to do 5000 and say like you could only have the bandwidth to handle 10 clients at a time. So you're going to do 5000 divided by 10 clients. And then you're going to multiply it by the length of the program. It's a six-month program. So let's do the math. So say like it's 5000 divided by 10 times six. So you need to be charging 5000 divided by 10 is 500. 500 times six is 3,000. So you need to be charging 3,000 in total for the group program per client to hit a monthly recurring consistent income of 5,000. So that 3,000 would be what it, the 3,000 would be over six months. Over Correct. a six-month period, mm-hmm. okay, a total yeah. of so it's or you could break it down into a monthly, which represents the three. Which would be like five hundred mm-hmm. a month per person, mm-hmm. and then if you have ten people in that group program, your you, for the next six months, your baseline is five thousand dollars a month off of one program. 
and at that revenue. point, correct. Mm-hmm. I all there key mm-hmm. keywords right there, recurring revenue. And at that point, the systems are in place. Unless um somebody pays in full, then you'll have like some higher months or lower months. Mm-hmm. But your systems are in place. Mm-hmm. And so in my head, I'm seeing like, you know, the well-oiled machine. And then from, I'll say, a time standpoint, the work is done? Question mark? Yeah. So what you want to have, I call this launch preps, is before you even go to sell the offer, at a base level, this you could have it as complicated or as simple as possible. We're going to just make it simple. Is You just need an outline of your offer, aka generally what you would be teaching in each module. You don't need to create it just yet. You need to have the result of the program, aka what you're selling. And then you need to have the pricing. You know How much is it for paid in full? And how much is it for payment plan? You know, set up those payment buttons or those links so you could take payments easily and then go sell it. And how I would go sell it is I would think of all the questions people would have around Linguini. I would think of all the questions, problems people face around Linguini. And I would think of all the desires they face with wanting the ultimate Linguini. You could create those three lists and those are content prompts, content ideas. You want to talk to the person who desires the ultimate linguini. You don't want to talk to the person who's like on the fence about it or who's or like, I don't really care. And can't eat pasta. And- <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So like the person, when you feel into the energy of the person who really wants it, mm-hmm. you know, there's a burning desire for it. So they might want to make the ultimate linguini because they want to re-experience, you know, how it was cooking with their grandma, but doing it with their kids. They want to re-experience, you know, have a home that has freshly cooked meals every night. You know, they want to experience, maybe they want this to be their, their Sunday dinner and it's an opportunity for them to get connected with their family and really stay in touch with their loved ones. So there's always like a deeper why, a deeper purpose behind your program. Always tapping. You're looking for that emotion. Yeah, exactly. So a lot of times when a launch isn't going right, it's the three Ps. It's pricing, packaging, and purpose. Purpose is what's your why behind this offer? Why are you selling this? Who's it really for? Why would they care? You want to connect to that emotionally because that's what's going to inspire somebody to sign up for it because they're connected to that purpose too. It all makes so much sense. It really... And and again, we're out there scrolling for hours, looking for it, looking for it, always in search of, you know, it's just what else, what can we learn? Can we learn something new? Oh, that's a nice recipe. Yeah, <laughs> I'm always, I'm, I'm, I'm forever a recipe. And we actually, we do do Sunday dinners, and uh, on sometimes, uh, usually on Easter Saturday, we'll, we'll do some Facebook recipes. Like we've done the taco table because we saw it on Facebook. We've done, uh, you know, let's try this out. What do we do? Some sort of baked 
quesadilla with the Dorito. It was something that like we had a little trial and test and some, some made it, some didn't, but it was fun to do. And it, you know, another reason to gather and, um, and test it on out. So there's so much information in front of us each and every day. And I guess it's a matter of finding the right words to trigger the emotion. Yeah. I mean, it's connecting to, it's connecting heart to heart, right? Um, Because we're, we're human beings, right? We're not robots. Like we make decisions on logic and emotion, but we really truly are making decisions because of our heart, right? It has to connect to our heart. Whatever you buy, it's, you buy it because it's going to make you feel good. Either it's going to bring more peace into your life, more serenity into your life, more joy into your life, more ease into your life. Those are all like feel-good emotions. So you want to make sure that whatever you're selling online, you want to connect to the why of it. Like, why would this enhance someone's life? You know, what's the benefits of this? this program? Why would they even want to learn how to make the ultimate linguine? There's an emotional reason for it underneath the surface. And for my relationship coaches, why does somebody want to manifest their soulmate? For my health coaches, why does somebody want to get in the best shape of their life? For my money coaches, why does somebody even want to make an extra 1K a month? Like, What is it for? What's the why? What's the purpose? Such a powerful word that yet holds the key to so many answers. Let me ask you, because you had mentioned when you started that you worked with a business coach. And I do know from, again, just from talking with a, a bunch of different guests how many other coaches have you worked with and are they oh, all different, <laughs> different, different kinds at different times when you need that type of expertise? Talk to us about coaching is an investment. Let's let's just start with that very general statement. And that's, in my opinion, it's the first step because again, you only know what you know, but when you find someone that can then help you get to that next level, that's worth it. Yeah, 100%. So I'll be very blunt. I was very like cheap in the beginning. Mm-hmm. Like mm-hmm. it took me a lot of effort to invest in a coach. Um, I didn't invest into a coach until I had way too many zero K launches to like to behind my okay. belt, my belt. Okay. And so mm-hmm. I was like, I'm spinning in circles here. Mm. So after that, what I realized is once I started investing in myself consistently, that's when my income became more consistent. So my income was very like feast famine. Like I would have like a big 10K cash month and then go four months without any sales. And it just made me feel a lot of scarcity, a lot of anxiety around money. I felt like I was always pinching pennies. And so it wasn't until like I started investing more consistently and I started becoming way more disciplined. So what I mean by that is 
if you are lacking consistency in an area of your life, right? If things are very up and down, if you're not getting the results you're looking for, there are habits that need to be developed consistently to get you to that result. So if you are struggling with having consistent income in your business, are you consistently marketing yourself? Are you consistently selling? Are you consistently doing your mindset work or your journaling or reflecting on, you know, where your blocks are around money? You know, these are all things that need to be done daily. I would encourage is a daily habit of this. When I I read this book, it was like how to solve all your money problems forever by Victor Bach. And I highly recommend this book to anybody who is struggling with having consistent income in their business, anybody who is like just on the money roller coaster. It's going to really help you get solid and consistent energetically with money. So what he teaches is a daily affirmation practice and a glad giving practice. So glad giving is tithing 1% to 5% of every dollar you receive. And what this does energetically is the affirmations helps you focus in on your desires and goals. Glad giving helps you to release resistance energy. So all everything you're blocking. And so when you do those, that two-prong process simultaneously, energetically, you open yourself up to more money opportunities. And something he teaches in the book is you could do this once a month. You could do this three times a week. You could do this for 21 days and then stop for four weeks or whatnot. But you won't truly see transformation unless you do it daily and make it a lifelong habit. So I'm thinking that that's so interesting. And we're going to link the title of that book again in the show notes. But I would think that when you give daily, well, you know, you're going to say your affirmation and then yes, your, your mind will shift to it and your belief level will increase daily consistent. And then also I think the giving part is key because that releases a lot of scarcity of, well, well, this could be my last $5 till next Friday. Do I want to? Whereas if I'm hearing correctly, you've programmed to be like, yep, mm-hmm, here we go, without without even a doubt, because there's always more where that came from. Exactly. On a money, I feel like we've gone all, all over. <laughs> well, welcome to the show, Amanda. Yeah, I love the- it. I love, love, love this. this welcome so to the ride. <laughs> I love it. So if somebody's listening to this, they're like, okay, we got launch strategy. I know. We got I know. Money it's linguini and giving? What's going yes. on here? <laughs> <laughs> so, okay. So money mindset wise, right? This mm-hmm. is soothing your nervous system. What's happening beneath the surface when he teaches this two-pronged process, it's soothing your nervous system and shifting you out of scarcity consciousness into thriving consciousness. And you could start off doing 1% of every dollar you receive, right? And just donate it to your favorite charity. But what this does is, like how you said, it creates an energetic movement within your nervous system where you're like, I can't possibly be in scarcity if I am able to give. Correct. So that that's where it 
uh, that's a, a great exercise and and I will definitely uh, gather that book. So you start to, and it is interesting because I've recently uh, invested in coaching and it is very different. You know, I could do a lot. I did a lot of things and, you know, the free, let me, let me check this out. I'll do this workshop. Yeah. It's a very different uh, energy when you're paying for something, but it always was. When I went to Weight Watchers. Well, I'm paying to lose weight now, so I'm going to stick to this program. But the coach with the right one for the right time for what you need is that that brings it to the a whole new level, a whole, whole new level. So you did, and I don't, I don't want, I'll, let me ask. So what types of coaches have you? I know you've done a lot. So at different for times, sure, I'm sure. For sure. So let's see. Business coaches, I've invested mm-hmm. in mindset coaches, mm-hmm. I've invested in um, launch strategists, business strategists, I've invested in energy healers, I've invested in different group programs where they teach you it, I've invested in courses, a lot of law of attraction courses. <laughs> sure, sure. Absolutely. Um, well, you have you, you want to be around. Um, again, like-minded also. Mm-hmm. And that also raises almost, you know, when you're playing tennis against an opponent who's a little better than you, it definitely raises your game and your skill. You always, you never want to be the smartest in the room. You want to be in the room where you're like, oof, let's let's get busy on this so we can raise it a little. Exactly, exactly. So yeah, so that'll be good. And then let's see. Oh. I think for me, what was the ultimate game changer mm-hmm. was sticking with one coach. Okay. Cause that was going to be my other question. Cause I do get the idea. And again, I'm newbie here to the coaching world to having one I have in my head. And I don't know if it's true and that they're here for a reason in a season. And I don't want to say short lived, like here's a couple of weeks. Okay. You're good to go. But it's, most people, and I don't know if it's just my assumption, don't have a long time. Like, this is my coach. I've had her for six years. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Yeah. So um, I did this too, is like most people in the coaching or entrepreneur industry will jump from group program to private coach to course and like, will be sampling mm-hmm. all these Ooh. different ideas and strategies. Mm. And the problem is every time you learn a new strategy, you start from scratch. So you reinvent (laughs) the wheel, right? Unless, don't get me wrong. It's Uh so good to learn all of these. Unless you're like a marketer or a like agency owner or whatnot, where you need to learn a variety of skill sets, right? Mm-hmm. For your one thing you're teaching, there's two different things you invest in, right? In, in your coaching and entrepreneur business, you invest in skill sets. So, say, like if you are a relationship coach, you might invest in other relationship coaches, you might invest in energy healers, mindset coaches, just so you can expand your capacity to teach. You might have a client where you need to apply 
astrology to what they're doing or apply human design to what they're doing. Or maybe they need to learn um, Alison Armstrong's method of relationships. So, or maybe they might need to just drop all of that and just focus on law of attraction. So it, it builds up your toolbox, right? But in terms of business, in terms of like marketing your business, I would suggest picking one mentor and following that strategy, building a strategy that fits you and working it until it works. And then you can invest additionally into other strategists or marketers who have different methods that you can then add to your marketing strategy. So you're never getting rid of the first marketing strategy. Right, right. But you're just you're building adding. on. Yeah. yeah. And enhancing. Exactly. And expanding exactly. all the things you want to be doing, and, aka and, growing. Yeah. And this is how people are able to scale from six figures to seven figures and able to scale from seven figures to eight figures is you're never getting rid of what worked. You're just adding other marketing avenues. So so this is where you'll see like say Tony Robbins, for example, he hasn't stopped the conferences. The conferences is what works, right? Right? He's been doing the conferences since practically since he started for years. He's just maybe added on text message marketing. He's added on email marketing. He's added on different marketing methods, but he's never gotten rid of what's worked. Valid point. Well, well, well received and taken. I like it. I like it a lot. This, oh my God, I can keep going. (laughs) Respectful of your time. I got to take it all in. So again, some people, they might be a little glazed. I get it. There is a whole, and it's not new. It's been around for a while, but it might be new to some people. It's a whole It's a different way that income can be derived. It can happen. um, It can happen side by side. I still work full time. It can, as you build something, it can be to people take the leap. It's out there. And I, it's not for everybody. It's not for the faint of heart. It's not, but a lot of creatives that I know it's, it's definitely worth pursuing. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. <laughs> Yay. Okay. Amanda, tell us where we're going to find you. Where can everybody, you're on Facebook, you're on Insta, your website. Go ahead, please. For sure. So you can stay connected with me via my website, www.inspiremeamanda.com. You can also follow me on Instagram at inspiremeamanda. And I have a special bonus gift for your audience. So Yay, if they're like, that. oh, this is so cool. I want to like launch my offers. I have a free launch prep in a day kit that has everything you need to launch your offers on social media. So this includes Canva templates. This includes Loom trainings, step-by-step, how to set up your payment buttons, all of it. So I'm going to send you the link. We'll link Mm -hmm. it up in the show notes and we'll be able to grab it. That is fantastic because again, a lot might be all different words we've never heard before. We didn't even get into 
Kajobi and all those other full systems that are out there and, and Canva. It's definitely a whole new world, but one worth exploring is what I'm exactly. Will say. Exactly. And, and you, you, you've made it the one-stop shop. I mean, this is uh, congratulations on everything that you have achieved so far. I know you're just beginning. It's certainly a lot, lots of good things to come. Exactly. Fun shit. (laughs) I appreciate it. And thank you all for listening. I hope I hope we hung in there. It was tons and tons of pieces <laughs> of gold and pearls. And oh my goodness, there was there was definitely some church today. I'm so appreciative, Amanda. And if you like what you heard, I want to hear it. So A, listen to us anywhere you hear your pods at Apple, at Spotify, at iHeart, we're everywhere. Uh, website that I'm looking to enhance, uh, joyfoundhere.com. <laughs> And you could always find me on Insta at Stephanie Martinez Rivera. And until next week, stay well and be kind. Thank you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of the Joy Found Here podcast. If you've enjoyed what you've heard today, please share it with a friend. And of course, if you haven't already done so, subscribe, rate, and review the show on your favorite podcast player. Don't forget to head over to joyfoundhere.com for any questions, comments, and feedback. Until next week, keep your head up and your crown straight. You've got this.